Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. Get a deal with coke if I wasn't rapping about the past back, dealing dope. Do you, do you think if Tulsi Gabbard and Liz Cheney had some sort of hot tryst, I could get behind that? I think, yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested. I could get what if, what if, because that's there was some like uh, some blue maga people. I don't like the term blue maga, I think it's blue maga, dark Brandon, dark, dark Brandon, Brandon, blue maga. Because it's like, there's, uh, whatever, it's just people are crazy. Like, there's no reason to... What even is Blue Maga, generally? So, it is a far, it is a, it is a leftist, I I don't know even if that's an accurate term in this, this context, but it's basically a critique of the mainline establishment Democrats saying that, uh, the, the Democratic Party is so far to the left, or excuse me, is so, like, reactionary at this point that... Uh, and the way that the people talk about the politics of Democrats, they are as like uh, one single minded and uh, tunnel visioned as MAGA people are. You can't if you can't be like, well, Biden didn't do these things that he said he was going to do. And they'll be like, well, he's better than Trump was. That's that's <laughs> that's the critique is that that's what blue MAGA means. I don't know about that. Oh, I'm just, gotcha. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the new like blue anon shit that's gonna happen, where it's gonna be like, no, Biden is actually like a white hat. Dude, I mean, it's they're still being, they're still drip feeding like RussiaGate shit. So yeah. I don't really, like, it really does. Like, I get that like part of that was real, but it was never as like important as anyone ever made it out to be. And, uh, it never is. I still think, like, it drove, like, there are people who are still talking about, like, Lev Parnas, you know? Like, like, that person ever mattered. I don't even remember that person, thank you. You don't know who Lev Parnas is? No, and I don't need to, because we're gonna fucking start breaking into this week's episode, everybody. Guess you don't want to save democracy. No, you know what? At this point, I don't want to save shit. (laughs) No, I hate it all. You know what I want to save? I want to save Gabbard. the sky from light pollution. Let's go back in time and kill this bitch. Yeah, basically. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, <clears throat> let's go on and get into it. Who's the, who's the bitch, Justin? <laughs> what? Who's the bitch? Who's the titular bitch? We're going to get to it after I introduce the show, Colin. Okay, uh, no, I'm just saying, <clears throat> what, buddy? I'm uh, asking uh, these questions open-ended, like. Speaking of titular bitches, I'm going to introduce the show. Uh, Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where we three burnt-out light bulbs rattle around in our glass cages attempting to shine a little bit more truth out into the world. My name is Justin St. Peter, and uh, you can see me on the kinetoscope to my left. My name is Gold Stanley. I'm a wax cylinder. 
Really? Uh, my name's Tyler, and I'm one of those, like, fake old-timey light bulbs that people put in their, like, rustic uh, laundry rooms that people really like to do yeah, now, where they have, like, a bulbs. barn door and, like, a fucking, like, washboard and shit. Yeah, that's me. Edison that's bulbs, me. exposed brick, uh, and barn Yeah, all doors. kinds of Pinterest shit. I see you, yeah. Brooklyn, and I, I was just you. I was Let's... just complaining earlier about the fact that my cousin had tied a bunch of unnecessary twine on her Pinterest-infused liquor bottles. Let's... Okay, Cottagecore, it's fucking, cool the, now. The, the, the rope on bottles is there for a reason. Is it? Yes! For but what? But that wasn't. Uh, this was just a bunch of extraneous shit around the neck. Uh, the wines that are... Uh, you talking about the Chiantis? naturally carbonated no not the canties wines that are naturally carbonated like champagnes traditionally uh would be tied with rope or things like that uh instead of a metal cage also some rums uh would be hung to be uh like matured in bottle and they would be uh like strung up basically with these little uh, bottle harnesses kind of like salumi or gabagoo well, yeah, but this like, this wasn't that. It was just something. Yeah, I'm gonna go go ahead and say that's stupid. We have smart tag to the We have it. smartphones now. We don't need to do any of that shit. I anymore. am saying that ropes on bottles had a purpose, and that this is not one of them. Yeah, I can I can Uber Eats <laughs> Cheetos from a Seven Eleven. We don't need to do that you anymore. Can Uber Eats what from a Seven Eleven? Cheetos. Oh, what year is it? What year is? What year? Guess who's back, everybody? It's your fucking yes, always back. stoned, slightly aggressive history teacher. Back again. Justin's back. Why haven't I been friend. fired yet? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's because you're really good friends with the with the principal, and nobody like nobody really says it, but everybody knows. Well, yeah, it's because he keeps buying pot off of me. Yeah, exactly. It's like you keep you keep giving him that loud. He, he just kind of looks the other. Work stone. He he looks the other way when you just have your shirt off and you're yelling about JFK for the third time this week. Spend a whole fucking semester talking about the USS Maine. <laughs> now, kids, do you know what a false flag is? You you know what a military <laughs> junta is? You're about to fucking <laughs> you learn. Just, you just look through the little wi the little window slit in the door, and on the board it just says USS Maine. Arrow, Gulf of Tonkin, Arrow, Oklahoma City. <laughs> I mean, yes. That is exactly what my history class would be. Dave, get the fuck out of here. I'm learning these kids, all right? Now, in the, well, are, are, now in the late 80s and me, early David 90s, there was a <laughs> concerted the effort within the white nationalist movement to actively infiltrate politics and law enforcement by all members with a clean criminal record. Now, we don't know where all these people ended up, but I can tell you what. They sure ended up where they wanted to. Click, click. Oklahoma <laughs> <Nice>. City, 1990. <laughs> the bell doesn't dismiss you. I, I dismiss, dismiss you. you. It's, it's just crime scene photos of click, click. dead children. Waco. And, click, and click. that, kids, is Ruby why I can't be a history Ridge. teacher. Click, click. Why does this old it's fucking just a psycho? Picture of Janet Reno. I'm insisting on using a fucking no. It's not. It's a picture of your mom. I'm like, I got that one mixed in there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops, everybody. That's my mom's. So, anyway. I'm so, so sorry. Is my mom secretly Janet Reno? Or... I just get your mom and Janet Reno mixed up sometimes. <laughs> 
Why does he have a slide projector? We have a we have a smart board. Today's episode is not about Janet Reno. <laughs> about Janet Reno uh, or was. false flags from the late nineteenth, early twentieth centuries. Thomas Edison was uh, trying to propagate false flags. Yeah, he was trying to propagate a lot of false flags, and that's exactly who we're talking about today, folks at home. Uh, he's, he's running psyops. He's a real big bitch, uh, Thomas Edison. The Alan Dulles of of DIY electronics, Thomas Edison. Well, back when all electronics were DIY, yes. Back when electricity was DIY. Back when it was still called galvanism. Gal? Uh, we should never have gotten off the beaten path, buddy. You galvanism. are absolutely correct. We should have still called it galvanism, but that's now that now that's another process. Galvanized steel. Yeah, galvanizing is a whole other thing. Isn't it when you're passing a current through something to change its uh, chemical properties? Well, yeah, and when when like when steel's plating. when steel's galvanized, it gets like this like zinc coating on it, and you can't weld it unless you want to breathe in zinc oxide. Oh yeah, that's and when kill you put yourself. it in like the big the big tank of zinc zinc fluid, right? And then you're mm-hmm. like, let me clamp this car battery <laughs> to this, this steel plate, and I'll put the, I'll just drop the other end all loosey goosey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yes, I'm gonna send this off to a metal shop, and I'm gonna say, don't weld this together. They're definitely gonna weld it. Don't put your feet. Somebody's gonna get cancer. Hey Johnny, don't. This ain't no foot bath, all right. Put your feet in here. I'm gonna be eating fucking steamed Polak for a week. Hey. Hey yo. We already got Gwumpki in the break room. Yeah. Ew. Somebody brought in Gwumpki. You know. You know how happy I'd be if somebody. I would be so. I would be fucking tickled pink if one of my. I've heard my coworkers are. God, your break room would just smell like steamed cabbage for weeks. Yeah, it's like it's like (laughs) bringing Gwumpki is like offering to fart for somebody. It's it's offering to microwave fish in every microwave. It's not. It's not that bad. Microwaving cabbage is not as bad as microwaving fish. It's not as pervasive. No, it just smells like a fart has been warmed over. Yeah, and I do I do feel like all Polish men possess the same quality of like always smelling a little bit like steamed cabbage. Just a little bit. They have Just to. a little bit. Well, like it's part of our to. natural I musk. I keep some of the water and I spritz myself with. Oh, oh, you got you got eau de hot dog. Oh, <laughs> oh, de cabbage. Oh, de cabbage. Eau de polak. Eau de polak. I'm technically Yeah, back. yeah, you know how many girls has to see my kielbasa after they smell me? I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, Colin, Zero! One of the four to five hundred Polish men that assisted the Haitian revolution. Zero, but you know how many French. dudes I walk by and they're like, man, I'm hungry now. Four, oh. to, five, four to five hundred Polish soldiers. That's going to be my new screen name. Four to five hundred Polish soldiers. Uh, all right, so Thomas Alva Edison. Oh. He is... A man Gross. whose inventions pervaded all of the early 20th century. He is, I believe, still a record holder in number of patents held by one person, which we will talk more about on a later episode, because it turns out maybe he not stole all of those all of were that. his. Uh, uh, it turns out that calling Thomas Edison an inventor is a lot like calling Elon Musk an inventor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it turns out he just uh, bought or stole a bunch of shit, but... Bought or stole. That's the best way to put it. Bought or stole. And uh, just, like, uh, making money off being a personality attached to a lot of, like, actual practical geniuses. Uh, it's cool. It feels good. Doesn't it feel good? 
It's cool. It feels, oh, it feels so good. I got. I had. A, I had an argument with a coworker the other day about Elon Musk. It wasn't even really an argument, but he was just like, he's like, no, I get like Elon's bad and everything, like, and I get he's done all this fucked up shit, and I get his he didn't, you know, he's not a self made, but you got to be, you know, you got to give it to him at the very least. He popularized the idea of an electric car, and I'm like, we they've no, been around for over a hundred years. They, they were around before the fucking yeah, before and, and, before and internal went, combustion engines. Went, but how common were they until the Tesla came out? And I was like, all right, so I'm done having this argument right now because I need this job. Yep, yeah, that's that's you cut it off right there. Yeah, um, don't worry, Colin. If, you'll okay. be able to get a little bit more of that energy out later when you tell us that story about how you harassed after it for- at Greenfield Village. Save listen, it, listen. Save it for next episode. Talk about Tesla. I will say Musk is Musk is good at one thing and one thing only, and that is branding himself. I thought you were gonna say uh, looking like a Ziploc bag full of. Grits. Oh he, God, he's <laughs> he is fucking terrible looking. Christ. Yeah, he looks like I'm about to fucking cook I, up buddy, some I really get, good chicken. Here's the thing. I'm 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 a pale white. I understand. We're weird. We don't look good under the hood. Okay, you pop the bonnet on this guy. There's a lot of there's a lot of shapes and moving around, but I've never seen somebody that looks at simultaneously, like unformed ricotta and a skeleton. Like how are you doing both? How are you getting? Bo- how are you mushy and sharp? <laughs> you be South it's African. All, all white men are he's, either mushy or sharp. If you're both, there's something wrong. His face is like sunken into his neck, and his eyes are all fucking wide and bulging. He has the Innsmouth look. That's for yeah. certain. That's okay. So uh, we're gonna move off of Elon Musk because we don't need to talk anymore about him. But before we do, I just want to say that when you have that much plastic surgery, you just look like that. Yeah, it wasn't emeralds. It was a warpstone mine. That's just yeah. <laughs> he's been melting for thirty-five fucking years. Is he the the sad fish with the sad eyes that Alex Jones was talking about? Oh, that's, the, the I fish think that's that, just how he sees the, like the, de- the demi-humans. The fish-human hybrids. Yeah, the, the fish-human hybrids with the sad eyes. Yes. All right, moving, moving past yes. the Innsmouth folk. <laughs> now, Thomas Alva Edison was born the seventh son to a businessman slash failed Canadian insurrectionist uh, and a, movie, a woman whose family had fled New York to Canada after the War of 1812 and was I now fleeing it. Canada back. Canadian insurrectionist? Mm-hmm. There was, uh... Is that uh, how you're gonna color the War of 1812? No, this was actually a separate insurrection in the 1830s. Okay, all right. This was, all right. This was the Upper Canada Insurrection of 1837. Those goddamn okay. greasy I, French I always to say, fucking like, trying to fuck everything up. We instigated that. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was, this was an insurrection within Canada. That's why he was fleeing Canada. Uh, was it the Quebecois or something no, like that? No, it was no. it was the Upper Canadian Insurrection of 1830. Were they trying to just cut it in half or some shit? No, it was a whole thing about political uh like leniency and uh, uh, they I were, don't know. were they like free soilers? Yeah, something like that. Well, fuck I that. didn't read too far into it. It's really shit. not relevant to Tommy here. It's interesting. <clears throat> it is very interesting, and, and uh, you know Alva Edison in and of itself, he is he's got an interesting story, but not as interesting as his son Thomas. Now, uh, Thomas, or as he was known until late until his adulthood, Al <laughs> was named after his father. Um, he spent much of his time sickly and in bed. Um, you know, he had a very piecemeal education that was not unusual at the time. 
He was highly self-educated. His mother did a lot of work, but he didn't do well in school for a couple of reasons. Because um, he was stupid? No, no. too busy, too busy swindling. No, it was more like he had highly undiagnosed ADHD and also was severely deaf. Too busy swindling, I said, but nobody heard me over the sound of how cool I am. Well, Tommy couldn't hear himself uh, because he had severely damaged his hearing at age 12 due to a series of illnesses he had as a child, as well as an incident with a train and a separate incident with a train conductor. Damn, I really wish that any of those would have killed him. What was that? If only. Um, what, so, okay, why, why an incident with a train and a separate incident with a train conductor? Well, so the was incident he molested the by was... the train or the train conductor? Neither as far as I can tell. Um, the incident with the train was he was 10 or 11 years old, was uh, near a train when it was starting up, and was way, way too near the steam whistle. Blew out his eardrums. It'll do that. Yeah, yeah that'll happen. Um, the incident with the conductor we'll get into in a moment, um, because at age, I believe, 10, uh, his family moved to Port Huron, Michigan, which was no. at the time a major international shipping hub between America yep. and Canada, particularly for Michigan's lumber industry. Not anymore. Not anymore for that specific reason. Yeah. Heroin. For, uh, it is not even really much of a shipping More for hub. fentanyl than ecstasy. Yeah, it's it is a great drug crossing, but there's not a whole lot of like import export that goes on at Port Huron. They keep anymore. looking at the Ambassador it's, Bridge, and all I'm saying is that Sarnia border really needs to be locked down not, a little bit harder. It's not Mexico bringing the fentanyl into America. It's, no, it's Canada. Canada. It's fucking it's, Canada. It's been Canada. Let's keep those fucking white trash over the border, okay? Can we strike? I've never been a nationalist, but I'm willing to fucking tase a Canadian if it means there's less fentanyl in the states. Jesus. Um, Put guns on the border. Put machine guns on the wall. Yeah, you should really tell uh, tell my significant other about that next time you see her. <laughs> oh, Get back! You oh, she'll bring a really taser. love that. Bring um, a taser. Now, like I said, Thomas Edison had a very piecemeal education. It was all over the place. Uh, however, his mother was very important to him as she guided his education and encouraged him to educate himself. Um, this is illustrated by a quote, which I would like either of you to read. Uh, I just threw it in chat. My mother was the making of me. She no. was so true, so no. sure of me, and I felt I no. had someone to live for, someone I must not disappoint. God, it feels like L. Ron Hubbard is speaking from inside your mouth. <laughs> There's a little so L. Ron Hubbard dancing gross. on my tongue. Yeah, mm. he's just painting it with grease. And it just tastes like, like oh, ash. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like burning. Oh, yeah. I just imagine Thomas Edison, because remember you talking about how the mommy curls you, right? Yeah. I definitely think he might have been in the mommy oven a little too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, the was, mommy curdles the boy. He was, he, he's a little, there's a little, you know, Tommy's got some chunks. Old Al's got some, <laughs> he's got some, he's got, there's a little way separation there. All I'm trying there, to say. There are pieces in here. And... <laughs> I'm, I am feeling distinct shapes right now. <laughs> and I am very concerned. Um, all right. Yeah, he's got, there's no way he didn't talk like that when thinking about his mom. At age 13, little Al convinced his father, Big Al, to allow him to resell newspapers on the Grand Trunk Railroad, which was at that point a passenger line uh, all throughout western Michigan, uh, southern and eastern Michigan, as well as Ontario and some eastern seaboard states 
Uh, you can still see Grand Trunk Line trains coming through. They are, however, just cargo trains now. The town that I live in used to be just a fucking train station, and it should have stayed that way. It should have. <clears throat> now, uh, as soon as he got onto the train, Al realized a couple of things very quickly. He had a... Carl Bansram was conducting... <laughs> That would have been a much shorter story, because he wouldn't have heard Carl coming. A boy. A beautiful, hey, oh God. A beautiful bouncing boy on my train. Time for me to get a new apprentice. All right. Explains um, a lot about his later life. Yep. Now, uh, Thomas realized after getting his job at the uh, train station, because he did have a separate job at the train station. He had a whole job to himself, and then also sold newspapers. What did he do at the train station? I think he was just like a fucking, like an usher boy who was like, here's your ticket, come here. Or a bag boy, like, oh, What if somebody oh, asked him a question? He's train, a fucking sir. kid, I don't know. He's deaf. Yeah. He's not fully deaf, he's just he's, mostly deaf. Yeah. He's, he is severely hearing him. You would have to assume uh, that, he, that, that he's learning how to read lips and shit, because that, was, that yes. was what they did back then. I don't this think he's smart enough to do that. That's, oh. if you've, you've seen There Will Be Blood, you know what they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, a, good movie. a bastard in a basket. Now, Thomas realized that he had access to the telegraph news in the station office that the people did not. Uh, so every morning he would gather telegraph news, and every time he made it to a station office, he made it he made it a point to gather news there, and then began to I shit you not print his own newsletter. On the train. Oh, so he's the mainstream media. Yeah. Hmm. He's the mainstream media? What the fuck? Thomas Edison also was the first, and as far as I'm aware, the only newspaper printed and sold on a train. You think they were a little hard to read? Probably, but trains are also, like, a really, really stable way to travel. It's so. kind of fucked up that we don't get them anymore. Back then, Maybe not back fine. then. It was, like, your best bet. It was, it was hey, buddy, it's that or a... It's, yeah, I was about to say, it's that or horses. Stagecoach. So, like... <laughs> yeah, but you're cool yeah, but if you how ride are you a gonna horse. Fucking... Train, you just, you're a cuck. Okay, Tyler, let's think about this. Let's. How are you loading the Gutenberg on the horse? <laughs> think... <laughs> I fucking hate you. Get a big, you get a big horse, so Clydesdale. I, right? I should have fucking known you were going to bring up Clydesdale, piece of shit. I love what's wrong with Clydesdales. Yeah, they're I perfect. Let's move on, Justin. Yeah. Listen, yes, listen. Let's, as we all know, going. as we all know, car bad, train and horses good. Horse. I don't horse, like the idea okay. that the thing I'm on is thinking. What's he thinking about? What if what if cars can fuck, you know? Anyway. Yeah, but the horse, horse but the horse drunk? is a personal vehicle and you can also ride a horse drunk legally. You can't What if the horse is horse drunk? Horse has got to be the DD. Can you, can, you uh, can't the horse is the DD. The horse knows the way home. How how yeah, can you, you, can't you can't make them the blow? I just, I just fed him beefaroni. I didn't give him any alcohol. You don't need to make a horse blow. You just wait till it exhales. Yeah, but it's a certain amount of time. You gotta do, you gotta be Big like, keep going, keep, yeah, going, it's, it's, it's keep going, keep going. It's a duration thing, though. They're trying to get a certain... It'd be hard to get a sample from All a All right, horse. so... 
If anyone, if, if any of our listeners know the know the uh, logistics of breathalyzing a horse, no, fuck this. We're taking donations uh, to start our first worst in the industry experiment, where we're gonna get well, a horse. Well, I'm, I'm gonna watch from behind plexiglass. I'm not getting anywhere near the horse. No, no, you're gonna be well, the one I'm not getting close the enough drunk. to the wing to SARS genetically to do that. The horses are. Colin, you're, tell- you're you telling me, you're telling me, you're telling me with a straight face that you wouldn't like, you wouldn't like to pull up a chair and fucking do shots with a horse. Our thrown back beers, if that could, if we could like crush like a high life, like twelve pack together, that'd be fun. But uh, I don't, I'm scared of the horse. They're what do you fuck? Horses, horses are sweet. bite and horses kick each other to death all the time. That's buddy. Most horses are really nice. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, they are. Every horse I've You're ever met has been a very, very nice. Specific very polite. To be fair, I believe Tyler okay, has met more horses than us. Okay, how many of those horses were drunk though? I, I don't know. I've not, I could, couldn't <laughs> breathalyze that. We gotta figure out whether some dr- some people are mean drunks. Maybe some horses are murder drunks. Okay. Yeah, you know. Okay. Listen, if a horse kills a person me. most of the time, that's they the problem. It. I agree with you. That's why I don't want to be near the horse. Because I know it would be my fault. It's just like Topsy, okay? I just would be like... like Topsy. Speaking of something else we're going to talk about next week, uh, yeah, Topsy the elephant will come up. It's something, it's, listeners, it's something I, I feel this very, like... very, 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 we all got very, about it, but very opinionated about. It, See, it's it's something sounds, that I will I'm probably saying, scream about. This sounds about. like you guys have set up some sort of mule-selling business, and you're trying to prove that horses are more dangerous and they'll kill your house, Pollock. So that's why you've set up this, this quote-unquote breathalyze-a-horse <laughs> test. Because you're trying to get that fucking killed Topsy style. <laughs> what, if I agreed to, what if I agreed to give you the, the, the football yes. helmet? Would you get the horse drunk then? Of course. Okay, alright, done. Of course! Because it's we funny when I, st- when I still get kicked That's in the head I'm and die, it's funny. Because they're like, ah, oh, they thought that would be enough. Yeah, but it'll, it'll just... football. Yeah, it'll but the, the, the hook CTE will just jokes. shear through my brain pan like a hot knife through butter. Let's make fucking As strawberry jam in that corral. <clears throat> um... Now, in the little space that Thomas Alva had set up his little newspaper printer, um, he had also set up for the long rail rides a small chemistry fuck? station. What is this young Sheldon ass bitch what doing? The f- the f- what the fuck? Oh my god! I hate this. In a kid. baggage car. Send him home. Nerds do you know what happened? He. I hope. Did he die? He, he lit it on fire. Jack Parsons ass little bitch. I fucking hate this cock. Don't you fucking put shit to on die Jack too. Parsons. We're not name. doing this right now. I'm not saying he didn't deserve to die, but he's not fucking equivalent. Uh, to they're Thomas both self-taught Dennis. chemists, barely skirting death. Yeah, and, and one, one of them, them died much asshole. younger. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, um, this particular incident caused his boss at the railroad to uh, smack him upside the head. Oh, that was the incident with the conductor. Yes. Um, He also had to find another place to sell his newspapers, so he began setting them up at stations along the Grand Trunk Railroad. 
Within three years of his career beginning uh, at the Grand Trunk Railroad, uh, young Thomas saves a three-year-old boy from being crushed by a passing boxcar. I bet he grew up to be a pedophile. Probably. However, that boy's grateful father uh, taught Al how to You're use the telegraph. Very oh, specific. no. You saved my son from being crushed the... up by a train? Time to... Time to Let me show you how to skill. use this very complicated and stupid machine. Yeah, that's it's an odd reward, but I, mean, I just know, wanted some penny candy. Basically, um, but yeah, he, he he sets him up. I with just wanted some black licorice. What amounts to a a short career in railroad telegraphy um, that starts when Thomas is fifteen years old. Uh, God, now, what a fucking nerd! Thomas, oh my God. Sticks in this career uh, for three or four years until re- advances in technology actually leave him without a job in telegraphy. You see, er, initially, telegraph messages were printed out in Morse code uh, in a ticker tape. However, eventually, that turned to the audio, um, you know, the, the basically the headphones, and you hear the beeps of the Morse code coming in. And it is up to the person manning the telegraph to interpret that and record it, as opposed to actual just straight text Morse code being transferred from one telegraph to another. Because of Thomas's uh, hearing impediment, he was no longer suitable I'm for the job. I'm stop fired. Stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I also know that he was he was the podcaster of his age. He was the podcaster of his he age. Was yes, yes, he was. We have rich traditional roots in the podcasting profession. Huh. Are, yeah, between Thomas Edison and Artisans, in the morning. and we have a rich uh, line of succession, a rich genetic history here in America. Between, see, it all started when you know, the morning zoo uh, started. I would like to say uh, it was not only Jesus, but also Doctor Demento. You weird libertarian psycho. Uh, now. And you can't forget the dude who started Synanon, too. Don't remember his name off the top of my head. Nope. Now, uh, Thomas's parents' health was also failing, and his six older siblings were not doing a great job of keeping the family afloat. uh, No. As they were nearly destitute. Sounds like they were just lazy. So Thomas... Well, he's rolling in all this train money now. Yeah, unable to pick themselves up by their bootstraps. What a bitch. Uh, Thomas resolves himself to become an inventor. Sets out off east to Boston uh, to get a job with the Western Union, where he makes his first significant... See, it's an engine that runs on siblings. The lazier they are, the faster they burn. Um, even better, it was an electronic vote tallying machine that absolutely no one in the Massachusetts legislature yeah, wanted. Yeah, it's just boss tweet, like, I can't rig this. What, what is this? I can't rig yeah, this. it is, he was literally told by legislators that they don't want faster tallying because they want more time to change people's minds. It sounds like that sounds guy about who went on like Fox capitalism News is like, oh, I just bribed my, I mean, I just talked to my representative uh, when he was talking about the uh, the, com- the commodities 
agency, the commodity, the the C E A or whatever it's called. Uh, it's like the same thing. They're like, we need more time to change people's minds. I almost said votes there. Almost said votes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Whoops. Whoops. Almost, almost. Almost got me, Tommy. All right, now get the fuck out of here. I got more kids to fuck. You what? It's the politicians. Uh. Yeah, I know. Um. Now, because of this particular incident, there was a significant resolution in Thomas Edison's life, and he resolved at that point to quote never again invent anything that nobody wanted. He should have just never invented, quote-unquote, anything ever yourself, again. Should have invented, <laughs> should have invented a gun yeah, that kills but... dumbasses, you piece of shit. You fucking moron. Yeah. Well, instead, dumb uh, bitch. to this day, he still holds nearly 1,100 Yeah, pounds. that's, honestly, it's, uh, it's such... Thomas Edison is a one-man indictment of America as a concept, and uh, I'm glad that we're doing uh, a series on such a prolific piece of garbage. A man, a man who stole from uh, yep. um, so many people. Oh yeah, no, and we will really start to we're get to talk about that theft uh, next episode. But first, we're gonna we we got a little bit more. Are we gonna, gonna talk episode. about that Dago light bulb maker? Yep. Sick. Love that guy. Yes, we will. Um, we're going to talk about all the stuff he stole from Japan, and we're going to talk about him, and yeah, no, it's all going to come Thomas up. Edison, um, he first print, now, he printed the first American manga, the first American hentai, the first American... Sh Shota? I just, just, what, what's going on, Tommy? <laughs> Somebody put him in jail! jail. Um, See, I would have actually liked him. I would have actually liked him if he'd fucking if like, started making hentai instead. I would have been like, like, you know what, he's just a, a Bible, man doing but there's a squid in it. If only. He did basically control the early pornography industry. Oh, because of film? Why did... No. Well, I, I don't yeah. know. He had, a, he had a near total monopoly on film mm. when it was first invented. Uh, but that's, again, that's for next episode. That's for next episode. Um... The last little bit I want to get into on this episode is his first real major invention. The thing that actually sets Thomas Edison on the path that gets him to that, that almost Elon Musk status that he has now. Thomas is it Edison, some cucked bullshit? after moving to New York, began invent, uh, inventing things independently on top of his telegraphy work. And in doing so, he invented the universal stock printer the first ticker capable of simultaneously printing multiple transaction streams. Which is absolutely massive in the late 19th century as the stock market is just beginning to tick upwards. Not a not an ill omen at all. He was paid. Not, not a dark bird. No, no, not at all. Um, there's, there's definitely not a connection to be drawn between, you know, the, the technological advancements of uh, Thomas Edison... And all of the horrible things that were done in the late 19th, early 20th century. Well, uh, you know, we got to get these shareholders uh, happy. You all, know, it's all, all that really matters in America. Yeah. So, some things, some parts of history uh, do absolve Stalin. <laughs> not everything, but some, like. Not all of them. Not a, a lot of things that he a, did. A smattering. Yeah. There, there are a couple of things we, all right, uh, Joe, Joe. you get away with that one. That's... 
He gets he gets he gets he gets Tito Stalin. He does not get fucking Tito Stalin. <laughs> I'm sorry, both of them are just turning over in their grave. They're both mad. Right <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Tito and Stalin being mad at being so compared to each other. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so Thomas Edison was paid forty thousand dollars in eighteen sixty nine. That's a fat job. That's a big sum of money. The equivalent of eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollars today. That, so that is did, a whole lot of money. Yeah, did he help why any of his fighting, destitute family? Fuck no. That's my question. He it's because he was, was deaf. Actually, I think it was because he was deaf, but also because he was oh, a fucking his parents fancy. paid out of it. He couldn't hear, yeah. and he was foppish. Yeah. Well, it's I don't I don't think he was conscripted because he was he was, uh, he was below eighteen. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, he didn't turn 19 uh, he, until 1868. Yeah, that didn't stop him. Dude. Well, it didn't stop people from enlisting, but they, they didn't conscript a lot of people under 18. Yeah, you know what? If he was a real man, Way he would have went south, and died the land in the Civil of War. Traders, rattlesnakes and alligators. <laughs> oh, buddy. Fuck that. I love Union Dixie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to get a bass boosted remix of Union Dixie so I can... So I can just play it around all the fucking, like, <laughs> like, I don't understand if anybody in Michigan even knows, like, all the people that have a Confederate flag, I don't even know if they know what the Confederacy was, like, the name even, but if they do, I think Union Dixie would piss them off. Probably. They Michigan have, they sent would have 13 no idea whole fucking detachments of troops to the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. We, we said thirteen for one. Yeah, and people in Romeo still put Fucking up the Romeo. Confederate flag. So. Fucking. Apparently, Romeo. they have a really nice dispensary Fucking and Romeo. consumption lounge. Mm, yeah. yeah well, well, that sounds like it was real convenient for the people of Romeo to do yeah, it when it was legal. But enough about the inherent racism of Michigan communities. Yeah, they can all suck a fat dick. I'm, I'm sorry not. to all Romeo listeners, but there's no way we do. <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Do they know? They don't have. Do they know how to there. use Spotify? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're plugging their PC into the party line, trying to get, trying to get a JPEG, one pixel line at a yeah. time. Mom, get, Mom, get off, off the phone. phone. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to use the to internet. Three dickheads, shit talkers. How? <laughs> Anyway, Justin, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited yeah, to hear more be, about uh, the boy. It's going to be a good time. I like getting into these historical series. Uh, I'm hoping the folks at home are enjoying it too. Yeah, of course he. Of course he lived in fucking Poho. Not surprised. Is it? I'm honestly like. Oh yeah. Is there somebody like besides Henry Ford? Is there a person if you shot them to death? The, right when they were born it like like you know a non-hitler kind of guy like you can't pick somebody too important but if you're gonna pick like a second or a third tier importance yeah like henry okay so no, i can't say can't like, say, like no presidents uh what about henry kissinger no i think he's off the table even you gotta you gotta pick like cultural uh -huh. figures 
Conway Twitty? That's who you're gonna shoot What's to death as a Conway baby? Twitty. What are you? What? No, no, I'm no, trying no, to no, see. What, I'm trying to see what the potential consequences. Why don't you? Why don't you? Know why don't you? You're pitch, trying to do like a butterfly effect. Why don't you pitch effect, that sort of joke thing? instead of just making? Being like, if there up. was no Conway yeah, Twitty, yeah, I can't kill then, Kissinger, so I might as well go left field. There was, if there was no Conway Twitty, there would have been no Johnny Cash, and without Johnny Cash, there, there would have not been fucking Henry Kissinger. Two, Electric Boogaloo. I shot to death Merle Haggard, George Electric Jones, and Johnny Cash in a closed room. If, nah, I'm kind of fine with George Jones. Merle Haggard, I'd be exist, a little upset about. Uh, then modern country never gets to bastardize it to the ground. Which means 9-11 doesn't happen. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I like that. It's, you know, that is that is definitely the best possible butterfly uh, effect that we've created out of this situation. Is that 9-11 yeah, right. didn't happen the, because... Before we have the Valentine's Day Massacre, Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, and George Jones. And I'm if you not. do that, they can't... They <laughs> fucking... Country music never existed because nobody exactly. was around to that bastardize means, it. That means the towers are still standing. <laughs> Where were you? God All bless right, America. Folks at, folks at home, we will go ahead Where and see you, you next week. Known towers came down. Where were you? I was when six, I was in kindergarten. Flown down. Where was Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> When that plane took off, if he was there, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have gone. He was committing hate, was committing hate crimes anyway. America, America. I fucking hate this place. Army, Navy. Uh, All right. Anyway, I hate time. Right. Good. See you next kisses. Week. In a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. I could probably get a deal with Coke if I wasn't rapping about the past back, dealing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one mil and it's still low. They all corporate, they all cute in suits. Yeah, on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up. I go root to roof. They don't like that. They want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides. They go group to group. They want shoot the shit. Ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby.